Welcome to the Life at Disney Podcast, the show where you'll discover what it's like to be part of the story and a career with Disney as we bring the Walt Disney Company's core values, culture, and work to life. We're your hosts, Tony Williams and Ashley Siegel, and we're going to share some remarkable stories from the perspectives of the people and the teams behind the magic. We are so excited to have you back for a bonus episode of the Life at Disney podcast. I'm Ashley Siegel, and I'm thrilled to have two special guests from our Disney Parks Experiences and Products team with us today, 2022 to 2023 Walt Disney World Ambassador Rayvon Redding and Jerome Smith, the General Manager for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. If you aren't familiar with Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, it is a revolutionary new two-night experience where you are the hero. You and your group will embark on a first-of-its-kind Star Wars adventure that's all your own. It's the most immersive Star Wars story ever created, one where you live a bespoke experience and journey further into a Star Wars adventure than you ever dreamed possible. I'm going to hand it over to Rayvon to take you on an incredible journey, talking with Jerome about his Disney career, some highs and lows he has experienced, and all of the things you really want to know about Disney cast life. Let's welcome to the show, Rayvon and Jerome. Welcome. My name is Rayvon Redding, one of the Walt Disney World ambassadors. Earlier this year, Walt Disney World Resort opened up Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser and invited guests to step aboard a spaceship and fully immerse themselves in a galaxy far, far away. Jerome Smith is the general manager of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. And I am so excited to have Jerome here with me today. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, For those of you listening, Jerome is not only an incredible leader, uh, but he is a a good mentor for me and my brother, and I'm really excited to get started. So what I think I want to touch on is your experience and what you did um, as general manager at Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort. I I mean, this is absolutely incredible what you and your team did. For those of you listening, I think you have to know our uh, Hilton Head Island Resort is an incredible place for your family to experience the magic of Disney outside of Orlando and the hustle and bustle of the theme parks. And Jerome, while you were there, you all received some of the highest scores ever recorded for our resort staff experiences here at Walt Disney World Resort, which says a lot about you and your leadership experience. And also, while you were there, you received one of the highest honors that can be bestowed on any of our Disney cast members, and that is the Walt Disney Legacy Award. And uh, I have to say that is given to less than 1% of our cast members. Now, Jerome, let's dive right in. Could you please tell me a little bit about your role currently? Well, Rayvon, first of all, I am privileged to be here. I'm very honored to have this platform uh, to share stories in hopes to inspire others uh, to know that they can achieve whatever they set their mind to. So first and foremost, I want to say that uh, my current role is out of this world. <laughs> it is out of, of this terms. world, for lack of better terms. Um, you know, this opening was epic uh, for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. And in that, it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my career. And, and I've shared this with you before, times two. Mm. So in the glory, you have to realize it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire career times two. But it is the most rewarding thing that I've ever been part of in my career times 10. Wow. And these are real numbers, Rayvon. Yeah, right? I believe that. I, yes. I, want, to, I want to make sure you and the <laughs> listeners uh, really feel that. So um, it is a dream every single day. I am dreaming when I come to work. Um, you know, we are in here creating 
for our passengers because we don't call them guests mm-hmm. on board the the Halcyon Star Cruiser. Uh, but we are creating experiences that they will never forget. Mm-hmm. For for the listeners who uh, have never experienced uh, the Halcyon or Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, could you give them just a little bit of taste of of what it is from the moment they they enter property? So you know the the Halcyon Star Cruiser uh, it hovers over over this little planet, and uh, <laughs> you have to take a launch pod up. And so when our passengers take a launch pod up and they enter our atrium and see uh, the elegance and the the look of the the heart of our uh, star cruiser, um, you know they get to to go around and 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 explore different parts of the ship and and go eat some of the the finest cuisine the galaxy the cuisine <laughs> is delicious i have to tell everyone it is absolutely amazing absolutely <laughs> uh everyone will go to a muster mm-hmm. at four o'clock because we have to have that safety message mm-hmm. uh before we take our voyage into deep dark space and then everyone gets uh their itinerary where they partake in bridge they get to partake in saber training uh, I've even heard a few of our passengers have snuck into the engineering room, which oh. is that's a little different, but okay. we're working on that. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, they get to engage with our crew and mm-hmm. our crew is fantastic. Um, and it's it's actually part of the, the story is just the engagement and the hospitality that our crew provide uh, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Every two days we do these voyages uh, and ultimately they get to meet uh characters from different parts of the galaxy as well so very very interesting very very different uh and and earth-breaking to say now for for those listeners who um are excited to hear about your career journey and story but are also on the fence about coming to visit because they aren't really star wars fans or want to to get into it but not really sure how or they feel like they they've missed their opportunity because i mean this is a, a legacy you know star wars is huge what do you have to say to those listeners i'll tell you that uh there were hundreds of people that worked on this project uh, some of the smartest, uh, most brilliant minds in the entire world. Mm. And we talked about that before we ever opened. You know, what if you're an introvert and you kind of mm-hmm. like just really, you know, you don't want to really lean in? Uh, uh, what if you're not a big Star Wars fan, like you said? And we work on that. Our job is to create relationships with our passengers over the course of two days. We don't really talk about service. Right. Service is a thing. Here's the thing. I hope you smile. I hope you enjoy it. But if I develop a relationship with mm-hmm. you, no matter who you are, no matter where your fandom is, you will leave here in tears or with great joy. And tears is a good thing, right? Yes, Let me make tears. sure. I, okay. Right, right, tears. right. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> our, our passengers leave, you know, and every week someone's in tears because they cannot believe the immersion, the disconnect from mm-hmm. reality that they were able to uh to experience here mm-hmm. on board the, the house. And now's the time to come to the house. You all are celebrating your 275th anniversary. Am yeah. I correct? Yeah, it's a yes, big cruise. It's a big <laughs> cruise. It's, it's a really big one. So, Jerome, um, how did your career before this lead you to this moment, leading this incredible, this incredible uh, task that Disney has taken on? I'll tell you uh, a big message that I want to get across is I am Jerome. Mm-hmm just like everyone listening, is exactly who their, what their name is. Mm-hmm. And I've never been the smartest in the room. And it's been a journey. 
And so it was all about hard work. No one will outwork me. That used to be the philosophy. Right. Now I just work hard, right? right? I just work hard, but it wasn't, you know, you kind of evolve as a as a as an individual throughout experiences. Mm -hmm. You cannot cheat experience. Right. You can be the the most brilliant mind, but you have to go through this little thing called experience. So it is a collection of experiences that have landed me here. It is a collection of great partnerships, great learnings, bad managers. I mm -hmm. say bad managers because I'm going to try to stay away from bad leaders because yeah. leaders yeah. and managers are totally different, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a collection of all of that that makes up this mixed bag that makes us all successful. And so the journey will never be straight. The journey is bumpy. The journey has potholes. It has barriers there. And so we have to be resilient. Um, we have to believe in ourselves. And there's been times in my career where I didn't believe in myself because I came across a bad manager mm. or I felt doubt because of a situation or I felt insecure because I made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Right. And then uh, as long as you learn and you're resilient, you will grow from that. Right. You know, and sometimes you make mistakes twice. Sometimes. Sometimes. Right? Not sometimes often. Yeah, yeah. Because situations look different. Mm -hmm. And, and um, I think, you know, through all my experience in traveling the country, uh, growing up through food and beverage, ultimately what changed the reason why I'm here is because of Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. Mm. So uh, I wasn't happy in, in a, a job that I had at a really, really, really nice place. Mm -hmm. The place was nice, but the feeling wasn't good. And so I explored my options. And one day uh, I put in three applications and I got three job offers the same day. Wow. And one of them I needed to really think about. And I said, I want to, I want to Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort. This, this feels like something. Mm -hmm. And so that feeling, I said, I, I just want to talk to somebody first. And I talked to the leadership team in depth and they allowed me to ask a lot of questions. And in those questions, I found out that this is the place that I wanted to be. This is a place that no matter what I want to do in my life, I can do it under the Walt Disney World uh, umbrella. And so I joined uh, Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort in 2012 as a food and beverage gym. Mm. And we found tremendous success uh, there. That doesn't mean it was easy. That was some of the hardest work that uh, I've ever done right? Uh, until <laughs> opening the Star Cruiser, of <laughs> yes. course. Uh, but the reason why that particular location was so good to me. And the reason why I'm sitting in front of you today is because you're on an island within an island. Mm. So if you're short on labor, we can't deploy you housekeeping today. Right. You have to figure it out. And on that island, there is uh, the, the house, the household pricing is $500,000. Wow. That's the average. So that's not where our cash members were coming from mm -hmm. to come right. to work. And then the island has a bridge that's only one way on, one way off. And because the island is so popular, traffic is heavy. Yeah. And over the island, there's this little place called Bluffton, South Carolina, where they're starting to develop uh, around the water as well. And so lots of jobs are being created. So people don't have to come all the way to the island and deal with traffic that don't live in that area, mm -hmm. which makes it very difficult. And so uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of barriers there that, that make you have to reach into the community and develop partnerships in order to create a, a culture where people want to come to work at your resort. Mm -hmm. So not only was that one challenge um, and, and all the success that we had, remember the, the mixed bag, right? right? Uh, 
the epic moment was the pandemic. Mm. So in the pandemic, you know, our, our company set us up for success. Right. But our company wasn't there when people were, uh, you know, they were there for me. Don't get me wrong. Right? Yes, <laughs> like, you're right. I was calling. I was on the phone. <laughs> like, all right. And they would send resources. But it was difficult for our cast members mm-hmm. to uh, to want to return to work or the fear and all the things that we all went through during right. that period. And that's where I found uh, the depths of my leadership. So it's not a networking thing. Mm-hmm. I network and I've met with all these great leaders and I picked up on it and I'm going to be a great leader. There's times where moments like the pandemic make you reach the places that you didn't know existed within you. And that's where uh, we were able to inspire a a great cast base Mm -hmm. um, to to survive and thrive throughout the pandemic. Now, I know we're still kind of in it right now, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we came out in, in the 2021, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, I ran right into the Star Cruiser. Yes, and you that's did. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jerome, you mentioned that um, uh, you were a gem. And for our listeners that don't know what that is, Disney loves acronyms. We love a good acronym. <laughs> so GEM stands for Guest Experience Manager, which our leaders uh, within our parks and our leaders are GEMs. And, uh, and I, I want to give a huge shout out to all of the incredible leaders who are out there, who are listening. Thank you uh, for doing what you do because it is, it's not easy. Now, Jerome, something that I say to myself every single day, how I start my day is, is a quote. And the quote goes when choosing behaviors for success i promise to be responsible for my choices to keep learning as i go and to teach others what i know and i remember one of the first conversations you and i had you you taught me something uh and and that was what is your why and ever since that day i took responsibility and i made sure you know i jotted down what my why was and really tried to dig deep and find it and uh i i gained experiences and learned from things, but then I continue to teach people about finding their why. Could you uh, share your why and, and why it's so important to have a why? Oh, Rayvon, Rayvon. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, the why is not something that I just created myself. Right. Um, you know, everybody listening has this instinct inside. Mm-hmm. And we all believe that we're meant for more. And, you know, the world is full of distractions. Um, and sometimes it's personal things that happen. Sometimes it's health. Sometimes it's an injury. Sometimes it's right. It, right? There's a there's a laundry list of all the reasons mm-hmm. um, why we're distracted. But instinctively, everyone, they believe it. But everybody doesn't act on it. And so I, I had been struggling with that instinct that I had my whole life. And it was actually Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort. There was a moment there. When I, I reflected and I said, I think I got it because I was networking and I was doing all the things that everybody does. I want to set up time with you. I want to <laughs> set up. And, and I, I heard something and I started listening to podcasts. I started listening to watching inspirational leadership on. I started studying leaders on YouTube, all of these different things. And someone said every day. You do all these things for everybody else mm. or you do all these things to satisfy your wants, how much do you invest in you every day? And I, I was like, wait, let me, let me listen to that again. And I said, oh, okay, okay. So I'm jotting down notes because my instincts are turning into actions and you have to write these actions into existence. Right. So when I put it on paper, I was like, oh my goodness. 
all right, I need to invest in me on a daily basis. I didn't know what I was going to do on a daily basis. <laughs> so I started with 20 minutes a day. I'm going to invest in me. And then that 20 minutes a day turned into a one hour a day. Yep. It's 24 hours. We all get this. It doesn't matter how rich, how poor. It doesn't matter where you were raised, your nationality, your religion. We, we all get 24 hours a day. Right. And what you do with it will dictate your future. Mm. And so I said, okay, let me invest in me. I have to. And investing in, in, investing in myself, uh, I came across this guy named Simon Sinek. And Simon talked about this why. And I was, I was like, okay. And some of the stories were good. And throughout his TED Talk, there was something he said. I said, wait a minute. Let me go back. Because I'm just surface level. We call it level one listening. Okay. <laughs> I was level one listening. I said, let me go back. So I went back um, and I loved what he said. Uh, because I said, wait a minute, if I can change who I am, I'll change my outcomes. Right. And I said, wait a minute, what is this? Why? So I start to unpack the why anybody can look it up. It's, it's, it's on, uh, it's on the internet. Um, and I found my, why it took me my investment in myself every day. And it took me weeks because Simon talked about it being one sentence. You don't have to overcomplicate it. And what this thing is, is something that your instincts have been telling you your entire life, mm -hmm. what people have been telling you. Oh, you're so great. Oh, my goodness. You One day when you grow up, you know, you were a little Dr. kid yep. and mm -hmm. people have been telling you this thing. And I was able to unpack that. And it literally changed my entire life. Mm. So my why in a sentence is to empower others through relatable stories. To help them go from good to great. So we don't have enough time today, Rayvon, to unpack <laughs> that whole thing. But to empower others made it about other people and not me. Mm -hmm. And so that's my one word is impact, right, right? right? But my one sentence to empower others through relatable stories, which means we have to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. You can't have a relatable story if you don't have a relationship. Right. Right. Yeah. And so then that's where I would give you 30 minutes just on relationships um, <laughs> to help them mm -hmm. go from good to great. And so when I found my why and people are like, oh, my goodness, please tell me, give me leadership tips. I love to give you leadership tips. But if you begin with investing in yourself and unpack your own why, mm. it will change the trajectory of your life. And here's why. Jerome, you've been so successful and you Hilton Head was good and the numbers were great. And now the Star Cruiser. Wow. But what I did is I invested in others. I found out I clearly have a purpose every day that I wake up mm -hmm. and I invest in others. And so those around me are successful. It's not Jerome. It's those around me and helping others find their why and their purpose and to believe. There's a lot of powers that I believe in, like the power of belief. Yeah. When people believe in themselves, they can do it. They sure can. I don't know if you uh, heard it while you were um, while you were speaking, but there are people snapping on the other side of this <laughs> microphone. I, I heard the snaps. And so I, I'm right there with you. And for the purposes of uh, not messing up the audio, I didn't snap, but I felt that. <laughs> and I did the finger wave and all. Uh, so I have to ask. Was there someone who inspired you or mentored you? And I, I mentioned when we, we started that you are so much more than a great leader. You are a mentor to me and a brother. Who advocates for you? Who sponsors you? Who's that person that you, you lean on? You know, um, in the beginning um, and still to this day, my father has mm -hmm. been a tremendous mentor to me. Um, 
And I'm glad we don't have cameras here because uh, I'd be, <laughs> you see my emotion. But uh, my father has been instrumental. And then, again, I, I talked about a mixed bag. It's, it's everybody. Yeah. It's everybody. But I didn't see that, you know. So I, I wouldn't dare start calling uh, any other names. But even since I've been here over a year in, in Orlando with the Star Cruiser, there is a laundry list of people in our company that mm -hmm. have reached out to me or that I have partnered with that have been there for me. And I wouldn't have even made it this year right. because it's, it's very different from coming from Hilton Head to Orlando. It's very mm -hmm. different coming from Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort to the Star Cruiser. Those are huge jumps. And without um, all of the great cast members that we have and leaders in our company, there's, there's just no way I'd be sitting in front of you right now without them uh, mentoring and giving me guidance and, uh, and, and helping me catch up, right? right. They talk about yeah. drinking from a fire hydrant. <laughs> yeah, I know what they mean. <laughs> yeah, now you get it. So. Uh, for, for those who are listening and who are inspired by what you said, who did the, the finger snaps and the waves, what advice would you give them as they um, begin to look for their why? How, how, how does one get started into looking into that? Yeah, I think it's just the focus on, on, on self mm -hmm. um, internally with that why and some of the things that I said earlier. Um, you know, trust your instincts, but remain a student at all times. You know, sometimes our instincts tell us like, I am good. Yep. I am really good at what I do and I'm going to prove, you know, and you, you, and you get, and you want to prove that you're good and we forget to be a student. Mm. Right. So there's this, and you will only find your level, um, by making mistakes. So you, you have to, okay, I'm going to be a student, but I have to have confidence, but I have to network, but I have to find, invest in myself every day, but I have to write it down and, and, and figure out what I have to see it on paper. I have to have a plan, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and just, it's, it's, I think it's really that, I want to say it's that simple because I've gone through it, right? <laughs> but it's not that simple. Right. Or, or some people would say it's easy, but not simple. Um, I think you just have to believe in yourself you know, even kids in middle school, I remember my daughter going through this. Kids in middle school are like dream killers sometimes. <laughs> it's like, they're, really, they're brutally honest. <laughs> they are brutally honest. So my daughter's like, I'm going to be a lawyer when I grow up. And they laugh, you're not going to be a lawyer. My daughter's like, I don't want to be a lawyer now, Dad, because they said I can't, right? Right. Um, and so sometimes we seek advice from others. Mm -hmm. And then we let that advice guide us. Mm. And then we go to the net, next person because we're networking. And then they give us advice and then they guide us. Mm -hmm. And then we're on this path of advice from others. Right. So we really have to find moments. You know, it's, it's the age of really a lot of scrolling right now. Yeah. Right. Just a lot of distractions. And we have to find a moment to sit in peace and invest in yourself. You asked me what my advice would be in the midst of finding your why and peace and quiet and writing it down and all of those things. There's a. There's a sacrifice that everyone has to make. Mm. And so along my journey, I looked at Jerome. When I found peace, I started to look at myself. And I started to look at my inner thoughts. I started to look at what I'm eating. Mm -hmm. I started to look at what I'm listening to. I started to look at who I had in my circle, no matter what layer of the circle. Right. And so when you start to take inventory, when I talk about inventory, you have to take inventory of your whole self. 
this is where you find the depths of, I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to mm-hmm. be a leader. I want to be a CEO. I want to be, you can do, you actually, whoever believes they can be a CEO, as difficult as that is. Right. Yeah. And you <laughs> should be careful and, and aspiring for that because it is, it is uh, I can't imagine. I, I can't, can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Right. But whoever wants to achieve something, if they write it down into existence mm-hmm. and believe in it, they have to set action behind it. They will achieve that. But you're going to have to take self-inventory yep. and make changes in your personal life. And these are changes that other people don't even know about because right. we as individuals, it's only us. Mm-hmm. And so I had to challenge myself. And we talked about this. Uh, I, I think it's something else we, we were on. And we talked about the sailboat theory. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you have to like I went from I'm not going to eat this anymore. And that was hard for me. <laughs> right. And but what it did is it it taught me discipline. So in the midst, in the midst of making personal changes, you gain a discipline. Right. And in that discipline, you change your sale of your life. Now, that little bitty discipline that you got, like, that's not a big deal. It was hard for you. Mm-hmm. But then what if you change two or three? You continue to change your sale. Right. Now, others may not see that. Oh, great. Jerome changed his diet. Oh, great. Jerome doesn't listen to that music anymore, mm-hmm. whatever that means. Now, the whole music thing is that in my mind, I wake up in the middle of the night with thoughts of work and all of that stuff. And sometimes I hear songs and I'm like, I don't even want that song in my head. <laughs> right. So that's, that's a whole other story. We don't have time. For but in changing your sale, mm-hmm. if you change it one click, two click, three clicks with three things that you've changed about yourself, mm-hmm. it's really small. But a thousand miles from now, a thousand miles deep into the dark blue sea, you will be in a different location than you normally would have been in right. had you not made those little changes. Right. And so it's, it's these small changes that add up to be these big moments in your life, like the Star Cruiser for myself, which is just a true blessing for me to even sit here and talk about it. It is. Uh, it truly is a blessing and an incredible thing. So I, I'm honored that you took time out of your busy day uh, to chat with us. Now, this will be the last serious question that I that I have to okay, ask. Okay. Um, and then we get into some fun ones. But I have to know, Jerome, you um, have been you know extremely successful and you're loved and you're, you're incredible. But what keeps you up at nighttime? Uh-huh. What keeps you said me up at you, know, you get those random <laughs> thoughts that, that pop into your head and those random songs. But what keeps you up? You know, my first advice is that everybody should sleep well because sleep is really important. <laughs> so I don't want to don't take my don't don't listen to Jerome. and think that. <laughs> uh, It all keeps me up. Rayvon, my you know, I have a 16 year old daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her dearly. And I want the best for her. And she's a teenager. So right. we know what teenagers, how teenager yeah. minds are at this age. Right. Yeah. And she's terrific and straight A student and basketball player and all that. But, you know, it's, it's scary because she started driving. That keeps me up. Um, I have a beautiful wife who I love dearly. She's incredible. She is my best friend. I have two other best friends. They're still my best friends. But my <laughs> wife's best friend is different. We'll explain that later. <laughs> um, and. You know, and I want to do everything in my power to make her happy. And so every decision, knowing that I'm the man of the household. um, So sometimes that wakes me up, just making sure that I'm guiding my family. And then obviously, you know, you can't do it all. You can't be a jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. And so I am a master of my family and I try to be a master of my craft in the sport of hospitality. Mm -hmm. Um, And so at work, if our scores are really doing good. 
I, I still wake up sometime because I'm like, how can we find that 1% better? Right. You right. know, I'm always looking for the 1% better. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I had a mentor at, at one point in my journey that said, you need to put a pen and pad by your bed and write it down because you'll go back to sleep and forget about it. And that mm -hmm. started happening. So sometimes I get some ideas when I'm running on autopilot and people call it sleep. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, you know, obviously... When there's challenges, and there's always challenges, uh, some of those things wake you up out of your sleep, but uh, that's really not healthy. So I'm still working on myself in You're that regard. Yeah, yep. which is, it's great. Is there um, a magical moment in your career or here at the Star Cruiser or Hilton Head that you will never forget? Oh, yeah. You touched on it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you touched on it earlier. Um, this one particular year, I worked for... It was, this is when I believe hard work. Mm -hmm. Hard work is the way, right? Yep. Just no one will outwork me. And I, I actually worked, Rayvon, this is supposed to be a secret, but now that we're out there, <laughs> um, I worked five out of 12 months every day of the month mm. in an attempt to create this culture um, and, and drive scores to an um, uh, unparalleled level. And in that, I put my head in the sand. This is what I tell, uh, I share this with some of our, our cast members. If you put your head in the sand and you, you, you're focused on your work, you'll look back, pull your head out of the sand and look back and you, you've built a highway. Mm. And so in that, we were planning this event. And, but I had my hands in everything. And I'm like, why don't I, what are we setting up for? Yeah. And they totally tricked me. I just dropped my daughter off to school and came in. The event was at 830 in the morning. I just took her to school and got to work and was moving some tables and chairs. And the room was full and my family walked in and I went numb because I could not, I couldn't grasp mm -hmm. what was happening as they walked through the door. And I saw my mom and my aunt and my cousins and my, and then my daughter. I'm like, I just dropped her off. <laughs> and it didn't, I had no clue. Mm -hmm. And it was the legacy award and less than 1% and mm -hmm. all the things that you said earlier um, and I'll just never forget that because, you know, people aspire for that. Right. And I never thought about it. And I think that's why it happened to me. Right. I never thought about it. I just came and walked in my purpose mm -hmm. every single day. And so at that point, I had found my why and all those things. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. these, these things started to add up when I made my personal, the personal changes in my life and kept my head down and was focused on those around me and making them better. Mm -hmm. How did I receive such uh, an honor? Uh, I'll never forget that moment, ever, yeah. ever, ever. It's incredible. Um, and I have the incredible honor of representing all 70,000 cast members here at Walt Disney World Resort, Vero Beach, Hilton Head Island, and Shoreside Cruise Line. And uh, it is legacy season as we speak right now. And uh, we've gotten to surprise some awesome cast members and That's bring their great. family in and be a part of that moment. And so I can only imagine what that was like for you at that time. All right. How do you recharge? How, how do you decompress when you leave and uh, you take moment? To you take a moment to be the master of your family. What are you doing to recharge and spend some time with them? Well, uh, I used to recharge with uh, golf, and then I oh. found out that wasn't a recharge because I'm not good at it. <laughs> it's like golf, golf, or mini golf? No, golf, golf. Oh, golf, golf. Oh. Yeah, so I love golf, but not being good at it is frustrating, so I, right. I, I kind of put that on the back burner. Maybe I'll pick that up when uh, one day when I retire. Uh, just it's spending time. It's literally I recharge mm -hmm. by spending time with my family. Mm. And so... 
Um, I talk to my best friend every morning on the way to work. Mm -hmm. And I go home. I spend time with my family every evening. We have a balance of serious conversation, mm -hmm. learning moments, fun, laughter. Um, we're very competitive. We okay. have a competitive household, so <laughs> we'll pull out a cornhole board or something randomly through the middle of the week. Mm -hmm. um, it's just it's all family supporting my daughter through her her high school years and mm -hmm. basketball. So she you know she does travel basketball and uh, supporting my wife in her dreams and. Um, and talking and dreaming together. So right. another recharge for me is uh, my wife and I wake up several times a week early, early, mm -hmm. early, early, early. Like 4 a.m. Early. <laughs> early. Yeah, early. I, I knew that time. <laughs> uh, and we dream together. Now, sometimes we're not consistent, but mm -hmm. when we do, that's an investment into my marriage. Yep. And you, I, you wouldn't believe doing that once or twice a week mm. over a month how far we travel in in all the things that we uh set in action right uh you know and how much we accomplish mm. and so just again that's an investment we have to make investments yeah. you know people want to make investments in the stock market we <laughs> want to make investments in their career yeah. right we have to make investments this all starts at home you have mm -hmm. to make an investment in yourself your loved ones, you have to start there before we go and we want to network with everybody and we want to know how to climb uh, the corporate ladder. Absolutely. It's really about self and being grounded. So, you know, I can't tell you that 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 15 mm -hmm. years ago that Jerome was grounded, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do everything. I'm right. going over here. I'm going to see this friend. I'm going over here. And then on the weekends, I'm, I am very, very grounded. Um, and I hope that somebody listening, and, and you know, and you and I have talked about this as well. My hope you can't change everyone's life, yeah. but we can try. Mm -hmm. And every day I wake up in that and I try. Every day I wake up in that and I try. And I hope someone listening. It, it only takes one. That's how we change the world. That's how so we change the world. everybody listening is not going to, right? Right. But somebody listening, if they can just take some of this, mm -hmm. I know that they'll find. Uh, a brighter future. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's my hope for today. You ready to have a little bit of fun? Let's have some fun. Let's, Let's, do, fun. It. Let's, Let's do it. I uh, have to ask you. Uh-oh. They walk in right now and they say, Jerome, you just won the lottery, the mega ball. You don't have to come to work tomorrow or ever. What are you doing? Rayvon, what are you why would you ask? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do next? Well, I'll tell you, uh, first of all, I'm coming to work tomorrow. You Okay. I am. And a okay. lot of people that say, you're like, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. not, I'm coming to work because when I tell you that I'm hold right mm -hmm. now this is the first time that i dream in different colors i see in different colors right. i am so connected to make an impact that there was no way that i wouldn't show up tomorrow morning let okay. me just put that out there, all right okay? so all he's right. coming so to work coming tomorrow to work. okay now, that's my last day <laughs> okay <laughs> and i'll come in and speak and go whatever right, right. Yeah, yeah. but that's my last day um i am i am bringing my entire family and we are flying to a remote island yes and we are going to discuss how we're going to create generational wealth okay. for our family mm -hmm. and how we're going to give back because money is just right you know right now i change my why and all that stuff that we've been talking about mm -hmm. today i used to be ambitious and now I'm trying to make an impact. Right. There's a difference. It's yes. like the sailboat difference. You'll end up, if you try to be ambitious, sometimes people will step on people to get to where they want to go. Right. right? Yeah. And so uh, it's about creating generational wealth for my family. And it's about making an impact through mm -hmm. money. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and how we can create things to help those that are in need. Because okay. that's my whole purpose.
Okay. I want to help those that are in need. Yeah. So. Right, I know. So, I know you wanted to be light with that, but you no, put no, me on no, the spot. No, 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 that was good. So. No, that was exactly right. what I wanted. Yeah. I, I, I kind of knew that answer too. You know, I, I tell you all, we really do talk all the time. This is an incredible individual. I need to know if there's one food you had to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Don't judge me. All right, you ready? Oh, oh man. All right. Is it a Greek salad? It, no way. Okay. No way. Okay. In fact, it's far from Greek. Okay. <laughs> I am a. I'm embarrassed myself. I am like a little kid mm-hmm. when it comes to this. Dino nuggets. I no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I want the corner piece of cake. Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> and I want. This is how I got an issue with this. Okay, okay don't all right, judge me. All right. On the corner piece, I wanted wherever the little kid's birthday cake had the flower or the balloon with mm. the most icing. <laughs> Every day of my life, that's what I want to eat for the rest of my for life. For the rest of your life. Okay, <laughs> then I, I have to ask this. You, you're talking about icing. So when it comes to a cupcake, supposedly there are two ways to eat a cupcake, uh-huh. the correct way and the incorrect way. Uh-huh. The first way is just biting into the cupcake after peeling off the wrapping. Correct. The second way is twisting the bottom half and yeah. putting it on top of the other half, making like a cupcake sandwich. Correct. Which way do you eat your cupcake? So it's the third way. Oh, I'm the icing guy that wants okay. the corner, right? All right. So you got to take the bottom of the cupcake off. Mm-hmm. You eat that first because you no. you want to, you kind of want to just, I, you always want to save the best for last. You want to save the best for last, okay. And then you just got that thin layer with mm-hmm. all that icing <laughs> and you can just go to town. <laughs> Everybody, now my advice is that everybody tries that. Everyone's, I'll be very honest, I've never tried that before. So um, I, I will definitely try it. Jerome, this has been incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our listeners. We really do appreciate uh, you you joining us for this cast conversation. Jerome, thank you once again. We greatly do appreciate it. This is Rayvon. Until next time, I always say this, continue to autograph your work with excellence. Thank you, Rayvon and Jerome, for that look into an amazing Disney career, all leading up to Jerome receiving the Walt Disney Legacy Award and providing some incredible advice for our listeners. I know you have definitely inspired our listeners and me to learn more about the opportunities available at the Walt Disney World Resort. Remember to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about the topics mentioned in today's episode, take a look at our show notes on the Life at Disney blog. Thanks again for listening to Life at Disney and make sure to join us next season. This episode was produced by Eric Neinstedt, Christine Torres, and Jaron Kaufman with contributions from Emily Wagner, Justin Rapp, and Carlin Holbrook. Editing was done by Jeff Taylor and Claudia Benfield. Music arranged and produced by Nat Young Music Group Inc. Designing graphics by Kathy Collins and Louis Vega. And a special thank you goes to Jerome Smith and Rayvon Redding.